Perk Hey in Mishli, Bni, Lachachmosi, Hakshiva, Lisvunosi, Hat Oznacha. My son, to my wisdom, listen carefully, and to my understanding, incline your ear. Mm, now, the truth is that we uh, discussed we a similar pasuk back in the beginning of Perg Base. If you look back there, Perg Base, pasuk Base, it says, Lahakshiv Lachachma. To listen carefully to Chachma, Aznecha, your ear. Tate Libecha Lasvuna, and incline your heart to understanding. So why you, why? Now notice. So the truth is there are a number of fine distinctions between the two psukim. Let's listen again. Mm-hmm. Back there, back in Perik Base, Pasik Base, it says to listen carefully to wisdom with your ear. Ah. Yeah, and then inclining is of the heart. Yes? By us. Uh, there is no mention of the ear, right? Sorry, apologies. There is mention. There is no mention of the heart, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mention of the ear, which is being inclined. Okay, so let's see. Says the gone. like we saw back there. She mitchila tarecha adam lilmod ulekabel mirabo. Initially, first stage to any learning is you have to learn, you have to receive information. The chacham from your rebbe that's we spoke about with the data, right? First, you need the data before you can do the analysis. Achakach yehege besvuna. Then afterwards. You say it over, you learn it, you you work on it. Viadua, shall his bonein veleida hadaver alburyev, that to think about something, introspect into something, understand something clearly. Tsarich hatayas ozen yoser, that you need to listen more carefully. You need to incline your ear to listen. It's not just enough. To get the information he said, you have to be didactic on every letter, every word of what's being said. Shiloyipol midivri rabo shum dover arts. Not one word from his rebbe should fall to the ground. Lachain amar mitchila lechachmosi hakshiva. That's why it says over here. Uh, listen carefully to my wisdom. Again, Chachma is the thing that you receive from your Rebbe. Shehu lekabel mirabo. And then, once you listen carefully, then 
Lusfonosi, his bone in Hadavar Alburia, then Hat Aznecha Yosef. You have to pay even greater attention when you're trying to you, know, you go back, you look at the words again, right? When you, to a certain extent, when a person, say you're learning, you learn the Mishnah, and it sounds okay. I mean, even if you're paying close attention to it, it sounds, uh, it makes sense. Then you start learning the Gemara, and you start understanding certain distinctions, certain nuances, and you start uh, realizing that there may be different ways you can go on this. Like, wait, wait, look. Oh, let me look at let me look at the mission again. Right? Why? Why do you have to go look at the mission again? You looked at it very carefully five times. You looked at it right ten times. Answer is no, because back then, when I was lear- when I was looking at it, I wasn't really even though I was trying to be careful, but because I wasn't yet holding where I am now wasn't able to make these distinctions. Now I can go back and I can try to understand is it this or is it that? So then I can <coughs> incline the ear. Okay? Um, Pasek base. But it seems that... Oh, back to, back to what we were saying that even though we identified a distinction between Our Pasuk over here and the Pasuk back there, parent base, mm-hmm. Pasuk base, but the Gon doesn't seem to be doing anything with it. Because it would seem that it should read differently. Uh, the first part's fine, but it should somehow read you're saying the way it was back there. Correct. So that right. because the Ozen has to do with there, it's about Chachma is the Ozen, whereas Tfuna here is, is has to do with your ear, but it would seem that Tfuna there is Lipacha. So, so the truth is there may be two different aspects, which is one, um, over there we're talking about inclining your heart. When you incline your heart is you're trying to understand what's being said. Focusing. Right. So incline your heart. Heart being the place, right? Like, uh, like the Midrash says, Bina Liba, that, that the Bina resides in the heart. Yeah? So heart is the place of understanding. Right? So, um, so, there, when you incline your heart, it means that you're trying to approximate, you're trying to bring closer your understanding to the wisdom that you were just taught. Okay. Okay? Whereas over here, we're talking about a different point. We're talking about that when you're doing that, you, you might need to revisit and pay greater attention Listen more carefully when you, when you incline your ear, you're trying to pick up more details. The nuances. Right? You're trying to pick up nuances. It, the ear is not, a, is not an implement of understanding. Right. Right? The ear is an implement of hearing. So, mm-hmm. here the, the emphasis, therefore, being that 
you're right, Tvuna requires greater understanding, but it also requires a greater attention to detail. That's what the goal is saying here. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so now we are on Pasuk Base. Pasuk Base says, Lishmor Mizimos to guard from um, you know, uh, plotting. Mizimo, uh, right? Like, Edizomimim, right? Vidas Sfasecha Yinsari. And knowledge your lips will fortify. fortify. Now, um, I'm sure we've seen this already multiple times, not just once, but multiple times. Mm -hmm. The girl making the distinction between Shmira and Nitzira. Right, so again, so Nitzira means to fortify. Lishmor just means to guard. So what's the difference between to guard or to fortify? If there's something dangerous happening, would you prefer to be guarded or would you prefer to be in a fortification? Fortification. Fortification, of course. Right? Fortification, a fort, right? A fortification is, a, is an entire defense structure, right? Whereas guard means it's the same place where it always is. You just, either you or, or somebody else is just watching carefully, right? Is being guarded by a guard, right? As opposed to mm -hmm. that it is actually fortified. So that's the the goal always makes that distinction. So we have here, obviously, uh, that mezima, which is plotting, that, that for that it's sufficient uh, just guarding, mm -hmm. whereas uh, das... So let's see, let's see the go and explain that. Lishmor um, mezima, hu apnimi. So this is a, obviously a person's thoughts, a person's uh, contemplation, planning. That's all. That's all internal. That's inside the person. So for that, shmira is sufficient. Whereas vedas svasachin saru, hu achitzonius is external. Your lips, right? Now, so as the goal with here, we say Yinsoru, ki das hi anaf hatvuna. Das is a branch of understanding. And we've seen earlier that Tvuna uh, fortifies a person. And I think that back there, the goal explains that um, the reason is because since it's more expressed, it's a you've managed to bring down uh, your, this piece of wisdom down lower, right? It's not simply up in the pneumius, as in the most, most constricted way. But you, you brought it down to das, so you back then, to bin, I mean, and here, you're more so to das. That is what's going to protect you. Still, Needs a little bit more explanation. Luckily for us, we have a note from 
Rav Menachem Mendel in his club, one of the Gons closest to Talmudim, who published the Gons commentary on Mishlei. <coughs> so we have a note from him. Hine, nearly news deity, Shechavanoso. Shema, Shechamor, Lishmor Mezimus, Koi Alamala. That's referencing the earlier statement, Kloimar. Shitia Kavanosacha Bukhachma Vitvuna, meaning that we just told you previous Pasak was my son, um, listen to my Chachma, right? Incline your ear to my Tvuna. So when you do that, um, then you, then you should understand that you're doing it is going to protect your thoughts. Lishmor Oscha Mizimus. Vehainu Leda Mahu Havera Shetzarich Lishmor Zatzmo by learning Chokhmah and by paying close attention to it, by inclining your ear to make sure to get all the details, you're going to be protected from thinking that something that is forbidden is actually permissible. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you, you, because you listen carefully, and even more so you went back and you pay attention to the nuances uh, of, the, of the understanding of it. So you're going to know what is forbidden and what's permissible. So you'll be protected from like a false understanding, a false amazima. Yeah? That's why... Vedas Vasacha Yinsaru, the result of that, uh, you're going to be fortified. Let's see what that means. Kloimar. Koma She Yivoda Lecha Tir Lagzer Tamid Vlolish Koach. As soon as you become known of some, know, aware of something, you'll make sure to review it and not forget it. Like the Pasuk says. That if a person has Yerushalayim, then he doesn't forget his learning. Right? Why don't you forget your learning if you have Yerushalayim? Because you, you hold it to be so important. This is like such a such a Hashava statement from the Gom that you know, people sometimes say, like, oh, I'm really bad with names. I, I can't remember people's names. Tell me your name again. It's like, listen, I... I, I Myself don't have a great memory for these things, but I can tell you that if it's important enough for you, you're not gonna forget it, right? You're just gonna you're gonna remember, you know, say it over 50 times until until you know, it's etched into your memory, right? Meaning something that's important gets etched into your memory. You're not you're not just gonna forget it. So, so he's saying uh, that when you're learning Chachmah and Bina, so you understand that this is important to, uh, to prevent you from misunderstanding something. As in the, from, from misunderstanding, Lishmor Mizimus. And then, and then Das, and then uh, knowledge of these, these things, which is a more integrated version, a more brought down thing. So uh, 
that your lips will fortify means by constantly reviewing it. There's two different ways. One thing is when you're learning it, you learn it very carefully. You learn it very well. So you don't misunderstand it. The other thing is that you fortify it by, by reviewing it regularly. Right? With your, with your lips. By, by reviewing it, then you ensure it's not going to get lost. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right. I mean, to so say, you know, we can we can give you like an analogy of uh, you know, you you make you make money, right? So you make you make money. So okay, but you make the money in the marketplace. You sold a bunch of stuff. You went to the market. You sold a ton of stuff. You got you know twenty thousand dollars in cash on you right now, right? So what are you supposed to do? You can't fortify it right now. You, you're, you're in the middle of the marketplace. So what do you do? You guard it very carefully. Keep it on you. Keep like a vigilant eye that like anybody coming by, etc. Mm -hmm. right? By the time you get home, hopefully you're not carrying around $20,000 cash on you. Right? What are you doing? You may have a safe in your house. Yeah, you fortify it. Exactly. You put it away. You fortify it. You tuck it away. You lock it up. That, that way it's not going to get lost. So to over here, I think that works very nicely with what you're saying, Shlomo. That at the time that you're acquiring it, so you're, so you're guarding it, means you're saying, like, I, I definitely don't want to lose this thing. Right? Then, once you, once you got that, then you make sure to go home and fortify it so that nothing's going to happen to it. I think that's consistent with, with what the goal is saying. Okay. Very good. Pasa Gimel. He nofes titofena sifsa. In a way, different forms of it. Nofes and titofena, they they seem very similar. They're similar, uh, mean to say, nofes is oozing. And Titefana is to drip. Uh, yeah, Oozing and dripping are related uh, okay. concepts. Right, but right. but the root, I thought you were asking if the root is the same root. No, 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 no. But they seem, it seemed like, you know, kind of, not a play on words, but like a, you know, the, the same, similar letters. That's what I'm saying. The letters are not similar. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, uh, I don't think we have a... Uh, so you have none of Yeah, well, but they're in different order. True, I know. Yeah. And... I think the noon hey ending of Tito Fena, uh, that that's just uh, that's, that's not that the noon is not a, is not a part of the root. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, Sivsei Zara. Uh, so again, uh, oozing and uh, uh, in drips. I mean, one is like what it's doing is oozing, and 
uh, and then Tzitzit Hanai gives me like an adjective in, in, a dri- uh, you know, in drips uh, are the lips of the Zara of the uh, of the of the strange lady of the strange lady. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Bodazara. Yeah, but, but here it means a woman. Right. 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 The mishamen and her palate is smoother than oil. Mm. I mean, the smooth talking, the smooth talking, the the lure, the the uh, the appeal, right, is uh, is very smooth. Okay, says so the go. He nofes the gomer. Lechain tzarich lishmor meod hachachma vatvuna. Ki nofes the gomer. Since the Yitzhahara's uh, lips are oozing and dripping with, with, uh, you know, it's trying to incite you, arouse you, right? So therefore, it's, uh, that's why it's so important to guard your wisdom and your understanding from becoming corrupted. It's only if you have the, 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 the learning so clear that there's no misunderstanding, mm-hmm. so then you're not going to go in the wrong direction. But otherwise, if it's a little bit, uh, if, if it's rough, if it's wobbly in your hand, if it's uh, weak in your hand, you don't really have it clear, so then, of course, the, when the Yitzhahara starts talking, it's going to be very difficult right. to fight it off. Mm-hmm. So this will protect you, if you have it clear, it will protect you from this foreign lady, from this strange lady. Now, <coughs> like we pointed out, this seemingly similar language of Nofes Titofana, Shall dover mitzvah, kodem masias ha mitzvah, kasha lav meod, leilech acher mitzvah. Kya yitzahara, machbid alav. Prior to a person doing a mitzvah, you have to get out, you have to go, you have to do the mitzvah. Oh, it's so hard, I don't know, I don't know if it's going to be appreciated, it's going to be worth it. So it's very hard to go and do it. For me, she shaber also. Tzarech the leilech. So if you want to manage to get there, to overcome this Yitzhahara, and to actually do the mitzvah, you have to squeeze yourself through a narrow opening. And not only that, he has to be prepared in the end to even tolerate Yisurim, uh, afflictions, right? And to fight with the Yet Sahara to get mitzvah done. Vahra, base asiyas, asiyasa, gamken ain lo hano mamash, mimena, bolomazet. When you do a mitzvah, it's not like, oh, yes, ah, oh, that's so good, right there, yes, that feels so good, right? Nobody, 
That, that's not what you're doing when you're doing a mitzvah, right? So it's so much challenge, so much tsar, potentially money and difficulty, etc., to get there. And then at the time you're doing it, you don't have that same gishmak, the same pleasure as a person does with Yitzhahara. This is all the doing of the Yitzhahara. Shemach alav. Avtis is a um, heavy burden of of uh, of clay, like a big lump of clay that a person has to schlep. Aval. Aisha Zara, whereas now this is being contrasted with with the Yitzhahara. That over there, uh, that Nofes Titofana, it is oozing a, a dripping thing, and it's um, smooth. Her, the, the pa- her palate of her mouth is smooth, mm-hmm. like the Pesach says. Sorry, like... Uh, sorry, like, like the Gemara says. Mishichar of Beis HaMikdash, Nital Tam Bia Venidna Le Ovri Avera. I mean, the, 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 the gishmak, the, the, the joy, the pleasure of, um, of, of, uh, of serving Hashem was given over to promiscuous behavior, right? Because, why? Because when a person is doing a mitzvah, so then the Yitzhahara is, is, is attacking him, makes it more difficult for him, right? So, when does the Yitzhahara leave him alone? When does the Yitzhahara encourage? When is it, when is it oozing and dripping with the, with the smoothness of the appeal, etc.? That's a, that's at the time of the Yitzhahar. We're doing when the Yitzhahar wants to do Right, because then there's no blockage, there's no obstacle, right? So a person, you know, uh, a person has all these, you know, the challenges that a person has doing a mitzvah, all of a sudden, if you're doing the same act, but he's doing it as an Avera, so then... It doesn't have all those blockages. It's so much more enjoyable. Right. If, you don't, if you don't have the knowledge, then just if you go based on reward and punishment, and the incentives are all there to do avirus, and all the push guards away from doing mitzvahs. But if you have the that's the knowledge, the inside, the insider knowledge, you could make a better decision with, the, with your knowledge. You were talking about before. That's before. right. Yeah. It will protect you from falling into this trap. Yeah, because the, the the reward system, the way the Yitzhar built it, would trick you the other way. You would think, oh, I'm making money doing that. Or right, right. Yeah. Or your person might even, so it's two different things, a person might even think that, no, I, I, you know, like sometimes a person, oh, I think it's okay. I think I think this is, it's a fair exception. Yeah, like you don't think about it too much. It's like, yeah, yeah this, this is, this is all right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because 
But but if you have clarity, if you have clarity that no, no, this is definitely also, and there's going to be bad consequences, right? So then that'll that'll protect. Very good. Okay. Pasuk Dalad. Va'akriseha. However, in the end, Mara Kalana is bitter, like um, I think uh, Lana is a. Like wormwood or something like this, like a very bitter thing, bitter, bitter herb. and it's sharp, like a double-edged sword. So now we see. Well, that's where the expression comes from. A double-edged sword? Yeah. Sure. I mean, a double-edged sword is entirely sharp. There is no... I'm saying There's no smooth... Yeah, there's no There's no blunt edge of a double-edged sword. So, we're going from that it's, uh, you know, uh, dripping, oozing with dripping, right? Yeah. And that her palate... It's so smooth, mm-hmm. but now when things drip, by the way, when we're talking about something like nofes tsufim, right? The thing is, is uh, dripping with what honey, mean right? Uh, like uh, what? Oozing and dripping. Well, I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. So, like, uh, I'll tell you, for example, where do we see it? Where, when, um, when Yehonasim is going through the forest, right? That's where it says in Novastukim, right? That he saw these, like, you know, these, these, whatever it is, dates or whatever that are dripping, right? That are dripping with honey. Means there's so much sweetness, there's so much overabundance of, of, of honey that it's like literally just bursts open. It's like dripping down. So that is, that's uh, like the epitome of deliciousness. So that is going to turn for us to, not for us, but for the, we're going to see it turn, uh, right, for the Russia, uh, to be uh, bitter like La'ana, which is, like a, again, we'll see like a spitz bitter. And the smoothness of her palate, which is so um, easy to slip down, so uh, enticing, uh, becomes like a, a double-edged sword. Means it cuts you everywhere. You, and every time you touch it, you're getting cut. That's the opposite of smooth. Smooth is you could rub on it, and you're not gonna feel any uh, harshness. Double-edged sword. The moment you're touching it, you're getting cut. Shame Asep Mara. It's a, a bitter grass. Yeah. Yeah, bitter herb. Okay. All right. So again, so the so the Gon says, Vachisaha Mar Kalaana. That corresponds to uh okay, so we we already said that that corresponds to Nofes Titofana, that it's uh, you know dripping with sweetness, right? And then uh Whereas the double-edged sword, you're sharp as a double-edged sword, mm-hmm. that corresponds to her palate being smooth. 
Right. It's A, B, A, B. The bitterness, like the, no, so the golden says the bitterness is happening to you in this world, and then afterwards it kills you with a sharp sword. It means that the Itzahara does two things for you. First of all, there's a bitterness, bitterness uh, doesn't kill, right? Bitterness is a taste of death, but it doesn't itself kill, right? Like, like the Pazak says, um, you know, mar me moms. And the and the final days is a day of bitterness, right? So the death is described as having a bitter uh, is being the ultimate bitterness. So bitter taste, something is bitter means there's a taste of death in it. Right? Like a, a person is gonna be get involved in these types of Yetzaharas and what's gonna happen is he's gonna he's gonna end up being Super miserable. He's gonna be depressed out of his mind. He's gonna be I don't know whatever it is. His kids are not gonna want to ever see him again for the, some of the things that he did, right? So it's gonna be super bitter for him. That's one. But besides that, secondly, is that he's gonna that he's gonna he's gonna lead to his death. Actually, that's that's the double-edged sword. You got olamazen and olamabo. Those are the that's the. Uh, <clears throat> That's the two uh, double harm that is caused to the person. Okay, Pasek, hey. Ragleha Yordos Mavis, her feet bring down towards death. Shaol Saadeha Yismohu. And her, her, um, to the grave. Her footsteps lead, we can say it's a loose translation, me. Really, you smoke. Tmicha is a language of to support, meaning her legs support one down to the grave. Right. It could be like, it could be like someone who gets charity. What? Like someone who gets charity. Right. And her supporters are happy, right? And Shaol is one of the levels of Yes, I think, let's take a look. If my memory serves me correctly, the goal is going to understand that means the grave. So let's see. Ragla Yordos Mavas. Shaol Tzadeh Yismachu. Elushnei Kalalei Dinim Sheachar Misa. So there's two stages after death. So first of all, the previous pasuk already made your life in Olamazem miserable with bitterness. And then on top of that, it already killed the person. And now, there's two stages after that. Just like in this world, 
there's two stages of death which are called Kares and Misa. Kares is when a person is still technically alive walking around, but he's already spiritually cut off and he's gonna die, right? And then Misa is, is, is actually dying. So too, in the next world, there's also these, uh, these two levels. What are they? So the truth is, he doesn't explain what these are. There's these two levels. Hey, um, Yeah. Let me see. One second. Ah. Uh, okay. So we do have a note from Rav Menachem Mendel Misklov again to help us out. Amar Ragla Yordos Mavis. He says that her feet. Bring down to the grave. Veitel Shaul and whereas when it comes to the uh, grave, then is again uh, then is talking about her steps, her footsteps uh, lead or support to over there, right? So, so he says that's what is referring to. Possibly we're gonna have later on Chav Beis Avonosov. Yilkadeno as Harasha, a person, evil man's um, transgressions will capture him. Ubechavle Khatoso Yismach, and in the and in the ropes of his sins, he'll be supported. Haino, the al asay velo. Uh, ah, so there's a principle for a person who just doesn't do a positive commandment. He stays away. He makes sure not to get involved in that situation, right? Uh, for example, he chooses to wear a uh, to, to wear to wear a, a shirt, a t-shirt that's not a four-quarter garment, right? And he's Potter from Tzitzis. There's no fundamentally a veira in that, right? But he's going out of his way. The Gemara Menachem tells a story of a person that he made sure that all of his garments were not garments that are chayvus. He has sweaters, you know, woven sweaters, right? And and uh, and t-shirts and robes. Also, so he wouldn't have to wear tzitzis. So an angel appeared to him and he said to him, "You know, I'm going to get you. I'm going to punish you." He said, what do you mean? There's no such thing as punishment for just not doing uh, a positive mitzvah. Uh, different kind of thing. is has to do with... Um, so, so the angel said to him, you're right, I can't technically get you for this, but be'idna deritcha at a time of anger, then they punish even for this, which which the goal explains that means uh, when there's going to be the, if you're ever going to do 
an actual Avera, you're going to do a law of some sort. So there's anyway going to be a trial against you. There's going to be already a judgment coming against you. Then we're going to be Megalgal. This one also, I mean, if you think about it, you know, like a Moshal Amadavar Dome. Person, he did all sorts of things to indicate that he's not really uh, a good citizen. He's not really interested in the, in the welfare of the king, right? But he never technically broke the law. Okay. But then he breaks the law. So now he's, he's brought in front of the judge. And the prosecutor says, by the way, let, let's talk about it. What do they have? It's called the, per, um, not personality, but char- character witnesses. Let, let's, let's call out some character witnesses over here, right? That, uh, and this guy, he's a, he's a Makara from a goddess, and he's a, this, and he hates you guys, isn't it? So then you're going to take the book and throw it at the guy's head, right? So, so it means, so then they're, they're at a time of anger, then there's punishment for that. Um, so, that's what, so that's what it means that the avonos are lavim. Avonos uh, are transgressions, so those will capture him. Right? Yakodos are Russia. And then he's, he's going to be supported in that punishment by his chatoyim, which are uh, just his lack of doing positive commandments. So they're going to tie him up over there, and they're not going to let him out. So there's the thing that lands you in the court, and then there's the thing that, that actually prevents you from leaving the court. Yeah? So that's, what, that's what's happening over here. Uh, so those that go after her mamush... Those people, they go down. So going after her, that's, you know, that, that's uh, ragleha. You're going in with her feet, right? Those lead, those lead to, to a, uh, to, let's say, well, here is worse than death. This is after. This is going to be like a, like a type of a Gehenna, right? That is but, a level of Gehenna. Right. It's a sixth level of Gehenna. And then, already... <laughs> They're going to be supported. The people that that that, uh, that followed her footsteps. It's not as extreme, but it means the people that were negating positive commandments, right? They're going to be kept in in the shawl. They're not going to be let out because they've already been. Once they've gone down, then they then they stay down there. That's that's the. Um, person is not going to be able to get out of there. That's, that's, that's what these two levels are. Okay. So, Tom is at least what I looked up, is level six. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this level five. Which goes very well. Ah, five is worse? Hmm? Five is worse? No. 
No, but he's saying that once you're done with the sixth level, you're coming up, they're going to grab you in the, in the, in the fifth uh, level also. Uh, uh, they're telling you about... Korea. What's that? 